Well, let's welcome you back to this week in the association. Kevin and I continue our look at round two of the American Association playoffs as we look for the Hunt for the Miles World Cup. And what better guy to talk Sioux City Explorers baseball with us than Dan Vaughn. So, Dan, thanks for joining us here again. You bet. I invented the Miles World Cup. I'm also responsible for all the success in Sioux City, so why not be me, right? Oh, exactly right. That's what I'm talking about. Is that <laughs> you want it and help to win it in Kansas City, so I might as well do it here, too. I, mean, so. I, I invented air. I invented air. I invented uh, airplanes. I invented, I invented everything. I I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It's good to be well, with you guys. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Well, Dan, let's just talk about it. The team had a, a great series against Fargo. Pitching looked phenomenal. How are you feeling looking at this team heading into the West Division Finals? You know, I mean, Kansas City's a beast, man. They, are, they have the best record for a reason. They've got, you know, what, 9, 10, 12 big league guys. Uh, that's the pedigree. They've got the, 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 the goal of winning it. Their goal is to win it all every year. That's what they do. I mean, it's it's a real stacked deck. It's like, uh, I mean, it's it's a stacked deck against you. But I will. With that being said, and it's it, it's not going to be easy. It'll be a real. It'll be an upset. Obviously, I'm getting, every, no one gives the X's any chance. But I would tell you this: there's three things that this club's done all year to consistent basis, and that's good starting pitching, timely offense, and a lockdown bullpen. And I said this. And Kevin's watched my show, I'm sure. I think, Rob, you have too. I said this on my lunchtime show going back, oh gosh, what, uh, 12 weeks ago. But those, those three boxes, that's what this team does. They don't score 20, 30 runs. They don't hit nine home runs a game. They don't do that. They, you know, they, they do a lot of really good things, but you know, those are the three things they do. And they've done it, and when they've done it, they've been successful, including in the head-to-head matchup this year. And it's Kansas City, and I know that Kansas City. I just saw the rotation. I was sent uh, this morning, and you know they've got three new arms. Basically, that we've seen one of the three, and you know they've had a lot of changes because they can they can kind of do that. They can dictate with the roster, you know how you, you know, how they go about the business when they do things. And you know we, this this club is just the same thing all year, and, and I I really expect that that's going to be the success. Those three boxes, uh, you're not going to see. You know, 9, 10, 12 run winners, you're going to see what you saw in the Fargo, and you're going to see what this team has done when they've been successful in the city. The one thing I like about this offense, Dan, is that it seems like when one guy kind of gets an inning going, everybody just rallies around that. You know, you don't see a lot of, like, four different innings where a run was scored. It's like a four-run inning, a three-run inning, and then like another four-run inning or something like that. Do you find that that's just the way the team seems to rally offensively? Yeah, to a degree, I think you're right. I think, I think a lot of it, uh, a lot of it goes back to when John Bogowski came back from Mexico back uh, early August, uh, I guess early in August. This team hit around 295 within the lineup. I think that's when everybody around the card better. It's helped Matt Lloyd who's been and so quietly one of the best players in the league all year that no one's really probably ever heard of. It's made you know, the addition of uh, Daniel Langua has helped him. Scott Oda, another guy no one has been clear about, is uh, he, he's in that much better because Nagowski's plugged right in the lineup. A lot like Chris Herman. When they say everybody else better in Kansas City, Nagowski's in the same thing, and this thing's a real contagious 
And the one key too that was helpful in Fargo and really down the stretch in that series with Kansas City was the bottom of the car. I mean, Delvin Zinn is known for his defense, and he's been getting on. But Chase Harris, also known for his defense, he's been getting on. And that just turns things over. It's led to some nice four and five run innings. And, uh, and this club, you know, does, again, they don't, they're not going to wow you offensively. If you're going to look up and go, oh, my gosh, we're down to four nothing. Sorry, somebody just scored it Sunday. <laughs> It'll sound like you in the post tomorrow night. So uh, I'm, I'm all right. Oh, uh, probably. Yeah, probably. You'll have to strap, strap me down, probably. <laughs> Um, Fargo entered that playoff series, Dan, playing exceptionally well. And you guys are just able to shut down that offense, which had struggled for most of the season, but looked like they had picked things up down the stretch there. What did you attribute the success of the Sioux City pitching staff against those Red Hawks? No walks. Kept the walks down. I mean, Austin Jury didn't walk three or four. You know, uh, you can scatter seven or eight hits against them. As long as you don't walk two or three, you know, they, they walk, you know, in situations before, you'd walk two or three, add a couple of hits in there, and that was, a, and really, that was the difference in the whole series. You know, Drury did walk in the opening, and then uh, Verberg, I believe, walked one, and the other thing was, first six strikes. On Friday night, in of the 30, let's see, of the 20, I can't remember the exact stat, there were 31 first six strikes on those lines in, in, in the ballgame for Sioux City out of... I don't know how many, 30, I'm sorry, it was 20, whatever the case may be, it was, it was dang near 9 out of 10 with first six strikes. As a matter of fact, Herbert went 1-0 on the count to uh, every, I'm sorry, 0-1 on the count, pardon me, to every batter he faced. And that, that to me, those two things were the big thing. And, you know, I'm getting that. The walks get you in trouble. And if you compound that with an error here and there, you're really in trouble. Then those six or seven hits cause runs and, and, Austin Jury just told me, matter of fact, he said, you know, you know his success in the second half is going to get the walking book. And, and you keep it to one or two walks, you're going to be okay. And that, that was the success against, against uh, Fargo because they had so many times, John Silviano came up one time for runners aboard. That was after the error in center field. He hits a home run. The other times he came up runners, you know, no runners aboard. He was, he was the only guy. And uh, he can't win it all. You're, uh, you're a big slugger. You have to hit a four-run home run, but nobody more. Do you feel the Explorers' confidence is probably at an all-time high this season with winning that two-game series against Fargo-Moorhead, with Fargo-Moorhead probably at its healthiest that it's been all year. And now you're going into a series with a Kansas City team that, for the most part, they've been able to figure out this year. You know, this thing is this thing is all about Steve Montgomery's personality. I mean, he's a passionate guy, as you all know. You guys both know him very well. I've been on, the, on your show so many times. This club sort of gets energy from him, and I think that 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 more so than anything else has been the real difference. Is that they you know, they they didn't really care that they went to Fargo as the team that wasn't hot. You know, I don't think they really care. They're going to go into the series as a team that's not Kansas City. I mean, let's face it, Kansas City has been the best team in this league all year and probably is the, they've been the leading candidate for the Miles World Cup all year. I mean, if, if you were going to just not play the games, by default, they would get the championship. That's, just the way, that, that's how good they've been. And I think that, you know, Mongo, the little engine that could, the, the whole, you know, small Sioux City, they, he, he, 
it deserves that confidence. I think that confidence is contagious. So this, this team doesn't fear Kansas They respect Kansas City. There's not no doubt about it. I mean, how could you? I mean, there's huge respect there, but they're not scared. They're not worried about, you know, they're going to do their business. And I really believe if they do their business, they'll be fine. They believe that. Now, Dan, the team goes up to Fargo, wins that first game of the series. You, then you're coming home. We did get to see uh, in the Milwaukee series that they lost their first game at home and came back to win the last two, two city, or excuse me, but Fargo had lost the first one at home against Kansas City last year and then came back and won both of those games against the Monarchs in Kansas City. It looked like, though, that this was just an entirely different situation. The Explorers were not having any of that. You get Verberg to come back and have an outstanding outing for you. When you came away from Fargo, could you just feel that this team thought, hey, we're going home to close this out without any issue? Pretty much. I mean, I, at the ride home on Wednesday, third, I remember my next day here, they all ran to go last week. Wednesday night was this, was this need of a, of a ride because the guys were all, I don't know what they were playing. They are playing some kind of game where everybody was playing on their phones. They were all playing together. They, you know, usually by about midnight or so, people said to turn the lights off and get some food. They were all together as a team doing things, you know, playing this game all the way home until 3 in the morning. And, you know, I saw them out and about on the off day as well, all together. I mean, you know, team, this team's got a, a real unique um, chemistry, this real unique bonding that I haven't seen in teams that I've been around before. And I think that that that's sort of what they got going for. They really just seem to have that, that groove. I mean, I don't think it does an answer question probably per se, but they just seem to have this real... Uh, relaxed attitude, and they came home, you know, taking care of business. It was a business trip on the way home. They had some fun, and then they took care of business on Friday, and that'll be the attitude on, no matter what happens tomorrow night, on the attitude going down in Kansas City on Tuesday. And now you've talked about the fact that a lot of people are going to be talking about Kansas City as a team that seems like the lock to make it to the championship series, a bunch of big league guys, a bunch of triple-A guys on this team. And it just seems like it's a lot of looking at it as a foregone conclusion. Is that driving the explorers, or are they just completely disregarding that altogether? It happened. I think it would drive me if I was playing, but I haven't heard them say that. But I think that naturally human nature is not going to drive you to a degree. You're going to feel pretty, you know, pretty slotted a bit. But, I mean, you know, and I'm not saying that everybody doesn't get a chance, but in general, and I think from a leak perspective, you know, they've already pinched in Kansas City and whoever comes out of the East. And that's fine. I get it. That that sells, that gets views on TikTok. That gets views on social media. But you got to play the games. And I, and I, I think this team's going to do what they do, no matter what the pundits say, no matter what the league's social folks said. They're going to go out and play it. I, you know, it, I think naturally it probably affects you, but it affects me as a person's organization. But, you know, I think this club is not going to worry about what's said or not said about it. They're going to go out, like I said, to their business. Now, I don't know if you can answer this for us, Dan, or not, but um, while everybody knows Joe in the league, you've had a very special relationship with Joe Capapietro over the last few years and have been around him to discuss lots of stuff. Does Steve kind of talk to you at all about, you know, tell me a little bit about what Joe's like in this situation, or is that kind of off the table, or something you can't talk to us about? Yeah, I mean, we had some conversations, not so much now, but early in the year we had a few... You know, just because I was coming over and how things are done there, and 
how things are done here, more like that. I mean, you know, you know, cultural conversations about the cultural differences of the two organizations, and they are dramatic differences, very dramatic differences. And but in general, I mean, he, the, the, what people don't realize, and I didn't realize this either. Sioux City has, I, of the three organizations I worked with. And this is pretty high praise because Greg Taggart did a phenomenal job of, of scouting and, and reviewing his opponents. Two City and Steve and Bobby Post and Josh Hines, phenomenal work on scouting and tendencies, more so than I ever really realized. And they really do have that down. They, they've not come to me and said, hey, uh, is Joe a hit run guy or what's he going to do to discount or whatever? That's not come up. They, they've got enough stats. We just talk mostly in general, generic cultural you know, differences. Now, we should say, for fans who don't remember this, when you were briefly uh, joining Kevin and I on the show, you gave us a Sioux City all the way this season. And how are you, you feeling about your predictions right now? Well, it's funny because that came up in conversation on Friday night in the postgame in the office, talking to our general manager, uh, Tom Backmeyer, and Connor Ryan, who was joining me with, on the broadcast here at home uh, a couple days a week. He'll be with me tomorrow night. But we're chatting about that very same thing, that uh, – that uh, you know, Monday I made a call that they'd win it all on Friday. I, I was there calling the game for, but I had you know no clue that I was going to be there. But yeah, I stand by it. I mean, you know, I I, I stand by it. I think mean, there's no reason to think that this club couldn't uh, couldn't do it. And uh, but I do remember doing that. And if you were my witness, it's probably on tape somewhere that I, I made that call. <laughs> yes, it is. No, I haven't told I haven't told Mondo that. So we will know that. <laughs> yeah, then I'm going to feel all jakes at that point or something. So. <laughs> what I don't get is I've been making predictions all these years, and I've yet to be hired by any ball club after I made the prediction. So I'm just supposed to be doing it wrong. Yeah. Uh, you must be. I don't know what to tell you. Um, I mean, you've got to get your stuff together, Kevo. Come on. Hey, I, I updated my LinkedIn. <laughs> That's all it takes. That's all it should take. I think what it is. You know, Dan, I'm curious for you. Should this team make it to the championship series? That that is your third team in the league that you're you could be riding as the championship broadcaster too. And what, what's that like for you? Ah, you know, it's it's a uh, it'd be a unique unique feeling for sure. I mean, I'd be I. I one of the things else is just blessed I mean, I, that I've been in uh, such good situations. I think the biggest thing is to be, be in good situations with good people and, and just being blessed. And that, 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 to me, is probably the biggest thing, is being blessed and uh, having you know, somebody thinks you're worthwhile and wanted you to join in three different times. And uh, I'm very happy, really thankful for that. But, uh, it, it, you know, I think it's just luck. I, I, don't win the, I don't win the casino ever, so it's just been luck. Good timing, Dan. That's what we're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> so, Dan, close us out with this. Uh, if When the Sioux City Explorers are headed for the Miles Wolf Cup, what do you think happened to make that occur? Same three things. Great starting pitching, uh, the timely offense, and that lockdown bullpen. I think that'll be the key. That'll be it. Fantastic. Dan Vaughn, thanks for joining Kevin and I. Yeah, I appreciate you guys. All, I appreciate all the work you guys do, and thank you very much.